Let me ask you something. What does it matter if you send me back to the asylum if it doesn't matter to me? I've proven my point. Gordon's been driven mad. I've demonstrated there's no difference between me and everyone else. All it takes is one bad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I know you missed me for a while, but the Sheikah Shambles is officially back, my friend. Oh, my God. And ladies and gentlemen, we have, as always, Welly F in the building. We don't even care what the F stands for anymore. It, we really don't anymore. <laughs> doesn't even matter right now. Doesn't even matter right I'll now. I'll come up with something eventually. We hope y'all had a, a happy Thanksgiving celebrating the day that the pilgrims came and they infected the Indians and took their land without permission. Whoa. Is that really what happened? That's my definition of it. Oh, okay. that, those, those are my cliff notes. Mm. Did they teach you that in school? Bro, I, I ain't been to school in a long time. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what they teach about Sunday school about Thanksgiving. Uh, he's past that age now. They probably don't even touch it. Uh, I mean, I know that the last time he was looking at, I was looking at his homework, he was talking about James Madison and them. So they definitely talking about... White people? The, uh, yes. <laughs> They're definitely talking about the, the Declaration of Independence. They're definitely talking about 1776. Mm-hmm. See, I know some shit. That's because you know the 76ers is based <laughs> on the... Oh, damn. Got me. Because that's how I know. <laughs> wow. What about the 49ers? That's Gold Rush. Ooh. Woo. I'm telling you. i Sports really can teach you something. Hey. That's why I'm huh. here. That's why I'm here. Okay. Okay. We've been going so far. Well, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was all right. <laughs> I wasn't gluttonous. I had one regular size plate. Mm-hmm. I had a dessert plate, two desserts. Mm-hmm. That's it. What, what desserts did you have? I had um, my mom makes this lemon cake, this lemon zest cake. I had that. Mm-hmm. And sweet potato pie. Oh, you eat sweet potato pie? I don't think I've ever even tried sweet potato I got, pie. Before. I got sweet potato pie in the oven right now, B. Oh, wow. Right now, okay. I mean, it's done already, but it's just sitting in the oven. You made it? No, no, no. I ain't got that kind of time. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I just, I just had another craving for dessert, and I didn't pack anything home to take dessert wise. Oh, okay, okay. I had to run to Walmart and get me a sweet potato pie. Is it the Patty Labelle? Oh, my mom was telling me about that. I've never had it before. Is that good? Yeah. It's all right. It's sweeter than your typical sweet potato pie, but other than that, so it's more like for diabetics. Or people that if want to be, be in diabetic. Okay. Yes. I figured that. Yes, That's is. why it's so quick to you so quick to put a black person's she probably didn't make the shit. No, probably not even her ingredients. No, no. Patty got cobblers now and all kinds wow. of stuff. She Patty, really cooking like that? Patty just capitalizing. Huh? Is Curry's wife selling anything in the store shit? Who? Steph Steph Curry. Nah, not to my knowledge. She's a chef, right? I mean, I seen. A, I seen she had a show. She had a show. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, not too long ago, but she was just making extra healthy stuff. Like she made cauliflower buffalo wings and. Wow, is she a vegan? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I have to look into that. Aisha Curry's cooking show. What channel does it come on? Don't give me the line. Um, I'm, I'm a surfer. I'm a surfer. I'll see something interesting. I park and I don't. It, but it was a legitimate show. It was a legit show. Wow. Okay. My guess is Food Network. I mean, okay. It's it's an easy hit. Yeah, I would think that's the best. But yeah, that's I could a, I could be making that up. Yeah, you could be. You do that a lot. Hey, from time to time, you need some fluff. We really do, you know. But hey, man, you know my Thanksgiving was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You know, 
conversation with the fam. I ate. I don't even remember what I ate. I just know I ate dressing and turkey. Typical shit. Yeah, the cornerstones. Yeah, yeah you know, I went home and went to sleep. You definitely have that. You get that effect after you eat turkey. It puts you to sleep. It's a it's a chemical inside turkey that that gets that can make you sleepy. Gives you a little drowsiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard the science behind it. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Hey. I'm going to continue to eat turkey, but it's not going to look like turkey. It's really going to be turkey. Hey, when I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. But uh, enough of that nonsense. This is where we get right to it. This is where we get right to it, man. Uh, you know what I like about the Capital One by your house? What's that? It dispenses ones and fives. And I think that is so fucking dope. <laughs> I remember the first time I played that, I was like, man, I wish we had one of these by my house. Because sometimes niggas just need like $3. <laughs> like, straight up, just needed $3. $3. I know sometimes I don't need a 20 And back in the days when I was broke, I didn't have 20 to get. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Been there before, too. It's like, man. I need to get this $15 out. Yeah, this 873 is not going to cut it. <laughs> I, can't get a tw- I can't get a 20 because I, I don't have $20 in the account. Damn. I need somebody to be at the ATM to talk to, that I could talk to. Like, can I talk to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> but Capital One, right around the corner. They got your back, man. They got your back. I, mean, I know that you're not with Capital One, but nah. it is where it is. Who and are you with? Wells Fargo. Oh, okay. You don't work for Wells Fargo, though. No, don't oh, work okay, for Wells okay, Fargo. Okay. Not anymore. Oh, man, it's still, it's still, I remember going to Capital One by my job. Remember I was telling you that story about, like, I was sitting there around somebody that stole my car or whatever. And, um, oh, story time. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody stole my card. Somebody spent like $400 in California. How they did that, I, to this day, I still don't know. I wish somebody would teach me how I, how to spend money on somebody else's card seven states away. I'm pretty sure it was some Nigerians, but that's neither here nor there. What card is in your wallet? Wallet's in my wallet. Bruh. Skill. I was pissed off. Skill. So. Could work for the CIA if you put that to good use. Do they do that? Do you think they really do that when you're just like that? Cold if a cyber cyber criminal, they're gonna enlist you to work for them. Say you gotta be the baddest MF out there. Yeah, I would you, think so. You remember catching me if you, if you can. That nigga, that was cold. That was one of my favorite movies of all time. It was cold. He, but he was he anything was, he wanted to be. He was ahead of his time because he was doing shit that they just didn't have security, you know, up for yet. Like he's the reason for a lot of shit. Believe it or not, like flying on planes would be a lot easier if it wasn't for him. Plus nine eleven, but. Flying on planes would have been a lot easier if it wasn't for that asshole. <laughs> that nigga was killing him. This nigga passed the bar. And I'm pretty sure there are reasons that the bar is probably harder now because of him. Nigga became a pilot. Just, just slid in there. Take this test. How do you learn how to fly a plane in like a week? How do you do that? Bro, you just leverage off your co-pilot. Wow. That's crazy, dog. That's scary. It's, it's very crazy. fucking scary. scary. Yeah, yeah. That's, you you got to be a risk taker to do a lot of the shit that he did. But anyway, let's get back to my story. Go ahead. And it's not even really a story, but it was just funny to me. Because I'm sitting there in the bank trying to get my card. And I guess the thing that made me laugh the most is like, it was quiet in the bank. It's a bank. It's a typical bank. It's quiet. It's like a library. And I'm sitting there talking to the lady. I'm telling her the situation. And, you know, she's getting my car stuff ready. And this construction worker, construction worker looking guy comes in. And, you know, he walks up to the window. You know, I'm automatically, you know, my nosy. You know, it, it, it clicks in. 
you know, he has a check in his head. I'm like, oh, it must be a contractor or something. I'm sizing him up, you know, being prejudiced. Um, <laughs> and, he, you know, he, he, he says, you know, I just need to cash this check. And she was like, okay, yeah, that'll be $5. And I'm like, why are you charging that man $5 to cash a check? If this is his bank, like, can he just cash it? Like, why are you charging this man money? Wait, is that his bank? That, like, did he have an account there? I mean, but you, since you are the bank man, I still to this day would like you to explain to me what that $5 is going towards. Like, just understand something. From my perspective, mm-hmm. I walk into a bank. Let's say my check is $121. And it says Capital One on the check. Yep. I bring you this check, and I tell you, hey, I need you to give me this $121. And you tell me, in order for me to give you this $121, I need to take five. Why? Capital One needs a five on it. It all boils down to fee income. That's all it is. Fee income. But what the fuck is fee income? Income derived from charging fees, as such, <laughs> as, such as overdraft fees, um, ATM fees, check cashing fees, any kind of fee that the bank can get. I mean, because banks are in the business of making money, too. So, I mean, so that's, that's an avenue that they make their money on fee income. So, it's a fee to, to fee. Excuse me, say what? It's a fee in order to fee. Like, I'm charging you a fee because I charge fees. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I charge fees. I mean, they could easily waive that fee. Easily. I would think so. I mean, are they really? But, but at the same time, if you don't have account, an account here, there's like a there's a, st- uh, a certain amount of liability that I've taken on because this could be. A but it says case. Capital One Bank on it. Yeah, and I can verify that the money is here. But I'm taking there's still still just a liability here. It's like I don't know if, if you stole somebody's checkbook, printed this out. So, so I'm just gonna charge you this five dollars just in case. You know, I mean, I'm going to charge you this $5. Anyway. <laughs> whether, whether it's legit or fake, I'm charging you this $5. I was hurt for that, man. Somebody, was like, if they, if they was a real teller, they'd probably be like, but you can open an account and you won't have this fee. This is very true. But, and I actually think it was more than five. I'm just being, 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 <laughs> being a little generous. I think, yeah, I think it's, it was more than five. It's typically an odd number, like seven or something. Come on, man. Just to get my Or, or get depending money. on the company, some companies will eat that fee. But then some companies be like, nah, we're going to pass that fee on to whoever we write a check to. And it's that fee on them. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's based on the account type. Like the, the owner of the account can be like, yeah, I'll cover that fee, whatever. Or they can be like, nah, you can pass that on. Wow. That hurt my heart, man. Hey. But uh, that's just, that was, you know, that's just me. I, I'm a concerned citizen. What is the conversation? Did you pay that fee for him then? Huh? You're not that concerned about I'm not that concerned. I'm out here fake caring. I'm out here fake caring. That's all. I'm living in the moment. Just, that's it. That's I'm, it. I'm caring in the moment. I, I mean, this, to me, that's... I find it funny. Like I, the more and more I look, look at news in general, which I try not to do, I, I just find it so hilarious how people care when it's convenient, conveniently caring. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... I understand that most people do have morals. Most people do have souls. Most people, you know, they generally care about shit when it's in their vicinity. You know, if it's around them. Harvey, for instance. People were getting flooded. Everybody turned into Superman. Everybody wanted to be heroes. Cool. The opportunity presented itself. It was right next door to you. You had to help somebody. It was only right. But how often do you stop on the side of the road to help somebody that has a flat tire? How often do you give money to the homeless? 
I mean, how often do you go to abortion clinics and stop the person that's about to have an abortion and say, no, don't do it, I'll adopt. I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of these movements, you know, they're, they're backed by all this, oh, you shouldn't do that because it's just wrong. But it's like, what are you doing to stop it? <laughs> I mean, how much do you really care? You only, you only care to an extent that it doesn't inconvenience you. Exactly. I'm not gonna stop and, and change a tire if it if it inconvenience me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give this homeless person no money if I gotta get up off my ass to get my wallet out of my back pocket <laughs> and then do all this. I'm, I'm praying that the, the light change. And you know how you do if you ain't got no money for it, you just keep looking straight. Of course. You just keep looking straight. Don't I make just, no eye contact. It all depends on what mood I'm in. It, in all honesty. Where I, where I used to live, I'd have to take. Um, where 1960 and 45 meet, I'd have to take that and go in the underpass. You know, there's a homeless guy that I used to Every day, he's I, still there. I used to give him some change. Then I seen him, he was wearing the SFA shirt, and I went to Sam Houston. I was like, nope, you get no money today, big cat. Wow. But the person from SFA obviously had a heart and gave him a shirt. Well, yeah, that's good. That was the wrong shirt. I don't I don't keep Sam Houston shirts in my car just to be handing out. So. Hmm. That is That does make sense. Uh, I mean. Huh. Dang. But that's fucked up, man. The rivalry that strong? <sighs> Who did y'all play for rivalry week? We we don't play rivalry week. Oh yeah, not that important. No, we're not that important. Not yet. We we do battle of the piney woods in like October, and that's our rivalry. SFA is our rivalry, and we don't hmm. we don't we don't do that. SFA is in Nacogdoches, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Y'all beat them usually, or yes, hmm. soundly, <laughs> all the time, all the time. They're both D ones though, right? Yeah. Okay. What, what was the last time y'all's basketball team or football team was ranked or in a baseball team even? <sighs> I believe our baseball the, team. The baseball ranked. team is consistently ranked. Okay, it's been it's been years since the basketball team was ranked. What player was on it? If you can remember, nah, nobody went to the league. Uh, you know, they always come and they always go into the tournament like the 16th seed. Oh, but okay. but it, SFA's been good the past couple of years. Like their team has has been going to the tournament consistently, but getting knocked out pretty early. Uh, I think they got to the second second round one year though. That's pretty good. Yeah, especially when you're that school that size and you, and you play. But You're the point of those schools, Kentucky and, and shit like that. But the point of those schools is to be a Cinderella school. Oh yeah. So they have that potential. One year they'll have that potential. Because mm-hmm. Villanova is pretty small. Villanova is pretty big. I don't know. Hmm. I wonder. I need to look that up. What was the last Cinderella school that actually was it? Gordon Hayward School that was a Cinderella school. What was that Butler? Yeah. Uh, I think that was Cinderella that year. Hmm. Well. I like that term, by the way. Cinderella. That's pretty cool. Why do you like the term Cinderella? Yeah, because it's fitting. Catch that pun? The shoe, it fits. <laughs> you can't you keep it up. I like that. I like that. I had a lot happen in my life today, and in my head is, is, is a little bit of everything. But you still keep it up, man. That's good, man. You saw Justice League. I did see Justice League. Finally saw Justice League. I, t- I treated myself to the movies last night. Hmm. I signed up for the movie pass thing. Mm-hmm. Basically, is you pay ten dollars a month and mm-hmm. you can see a movie a day, and this was one movie a day. One movie a day, unless I sneak into another movie. Unless you sneak into another. Okay. Movie. And this was my first time using it, so I was I was at the house and I was trying like you know oh I'm gonna catch the eight twenty. Let mm-hmm. me go ahead and and get my ticket, but it's like no, you got to be within like a hundred yards. So I was like, okay, that's that's cool. So I, when I pull up in the parking lot, I go ahead and I get the ticket. It's like oh successful, and it's like is, is it sold out? All right, then you can just cancel it. But it wasn't sold. I got a little little corner seat, you know, by myself, right there in the corner, not too, not on, the, not at the front, you know. What theater? 
Cinemark 19 off the Grand Parkway. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Pretty nice theater. Nice, nice theater. Got the recliners in it. Recliner seats. That's important. Yeah, very important. And so I got up there, you know, I I put, it was like, all right, cool. I picked the movie and I get on the app and it says, all right, cool. You can, you know, go purchase a ticket because they send you a debit card. Oh. So you have basically a debit card. So I go there and tell them, you know, I need one for this movie. And she's like, it was 1082. So I took my card, I swiped my card. I was sitting there. I was a little nervous though. Because I was like, because yeah, I, like, I ain't got no pen number for this or nothing yeah. like that. She's like, boom, transaction approved. Slid me my tickets. I saved 82 cents right there. So you can watch a movie a day. 30, you got 30 days of the month, so not 31. So you can watch $300 worth of movies, technically. Technically. For $9.99 a month. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And. Obviously, you can only get one ticket at a time, and yeah, like like I can't I can't go to the movies and be like, all right, I need two tickets and put it and use my movie pass. Like I'm only gonna be able to get my ticket. Your ticket, pass. yeah. Huh. Hmm. But worth it. It sounds like it, and and I mean, and honestly, in all honesty, like if I got my movie pass, I walk up there, I just buy my ticket. I don't have to do anything in advance. If I just want to go up there and buy my ticket, I just go up there and buy my ticket. Yeah, you were just like, trying to get it in advance because you wanted to see. Like, like let, let's say I was going to go to the movie tomorrow night. I couldn't buy the ticket now from home. But if I went through there in the morning time and was like within 100 yards of the theater because they do the whole GPS to where you at. When, you know, I could go ahead and buy it then. That way I can guarantee my seat. But I just rolled the dice and went up there. I wanted to see Justice League and obviously had some time on my hands last night and went to check the dime. So if I wanted to buy a ticket tomorrow, and I wanted to actually go up to the movie and buy a ticket for tomorrow. I could do that. Yeah. I'm up there. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, okay, okay. Just can't do it. Maybe. For- maybe. Because since you're buying in advance, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to try it out. Huh, yeah. I'm going to have to try it out too. I guess uh, once I figure out what other fees are coming out of my, my bank, my bank, like I got freaking gym, or two gym memberships. I got Netflix. Got freaking that iTunes. It's a lot of shit going on, man. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep up with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a, a credit card where all my auto pays go. Oh, that's pretty And then cool. I just pay that off at the end of the month. Because hmm. I know all my auto pays just go to this account. I like the way you do things with your money, man. I need to. I envy Say, you. when you have little money, you need to know where it's at this all the time. This guy with this little money shit. You aren't need you, to know where it's at. Aren't you going to a Cowboys game? <laughs> Bro, that's for my mom's birthday. Bro. Oh, okay, okay. And the cold, good thing about it was like, okay, I'll buy your ticket. Cool. Bought her ticket. Bought her boyfriend ticket. And he's like, you know, I'm going to pay for our tickets. Great, sir. That is great. Oh, that's cool. That's $350 back in my pocket. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. He, he was just being a man. He was being a man. Okay, okay. He could have bought my ticket, too. Are they getting married, do you think? Or are they just dating? I'll tell you about that off air later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a little bit too personal. Okay. <laughs> That's a little too personal. We get a little okay. too deep. I, okay. I don't know. I don't know y'all like well, that. Mama Brooks might get on my ass. I don't know y'all questions. like that. Yeah, she, she listens from time to time. I, I know. I remember. Yeah, yeah. So, so how did you feel about Justice League? I felt that it was rushed. Okay. Okay. But I still think it was an okay movie overall. Okay. Like I'm. Damn! I'm, I forgot to bring Batman vs Superman over here. But like, it's, it it wasn't good. Like. Wonder Woman good. Like, not even Batman versus Superman good. And I know that got a lot of mixed reviews because I thought that was good. But I felt that it was Rush. Gal Gadot is, is bagels. Like, and like me, I like curvy women. Mm-hmm. She is very minimal on the curves, but she's just gorgeous. She's, she's, uh, like, she's gorgeous. Like Aquaman said, 
Yeah. Sitting on that sitting on that last hill <laughs> He just went off. Boy just went off, bro. I'm like, damn. They made the flash look like a too too much of a geek. I was like, this guy has has Let me no business here. Like I felt like he should have been on Teen Titans or something like that. Like he had no business being there. And, and the only Teen Titan on there is Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally the only Teen Titan. And he and Cyborg was decent. Right? He really was. I think I think he was true to character. Like I, I think out of all of them. Wonder Woman and Cyborg were true to character. And I think a lot of people are like, they sh- they like to ship Batman and Wonder Woman. But I think Cyborg and Wonder Woman had sort of a, a Black Widow and Hope relationship. Like, it seemed like he responded to her pretty well out of everybody else. Because remember, you know, he uh, Batman sent her to meet with him. And like, you know, he was... And he she responded was, to it. And she was already like, if I was going to do something to you, I would have got you back at the lake. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, okay. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, the one thing about Justice League, what people need to understand about Justice League, they're technically all gods. Even Cyborg. Except, except full last Batman just out here running around I about mean, to die. <laughs> <laughs> about, to, about to die. But when, the thing about When I said he's been patrolling Gotham for 20 years, I said, God damn. His genius level intelligence is what makes him a god. Just like Tony Stark's. Okay. And God of Speed, Flash. 19, 19, 19 times faster than the speed of light? And like like I told you earlier, this is what didn't make any sense to me. Why do you need to raise Superman when Superman was trying to put them hands on you dodging like Ali? Obviously, you're faster than this guy. The only the only reason you messed up is you tried to push him and forgot he is man of steel. <laughs> He's man of fucking steel. He really is. You, you forgot that. You can dodge him, but you can't fight him. His his, I, I'm sorry if you haven't watched the movie yet. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not gonna lie. Why did I say that? God, I gotta. What am I doing? What am I doing? Okay, if you haven't seen the movie yet. That's your fault. Listen, the the transition from him being Pet Cemetery Clark Kent <laughs> to him being, you know, out of it, that was too fast. I needed him to be bad a little bit longer. Like what was what were all the previews with the bearded Superman and stuff like that? Did you see those 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 previews where he had like the beard? He came out with the with like when he was revived, he had like the beard and the black suit. You, like I seen those. A lot of like, that was fake. See, that's that bullshit. Oh uh, no, I'm serious. A lot of you, that was fake. But that but that's the true story though of when he got resurrected. That's what really happened because honestly, when he got resurrected, um, Steppenwolf was the one that was supposed to resurrect him. Not Batman and them. Steppenwolf was supposed to resurrect him and use him. For his, his his own good, you know, like so it, they end up fighting him for a little bit, and then he's knocked back into his senses. Kind of, you know, why they changed on. that? Think about it. They had to appeal to the audience. Nobody wanted to see a bad Superman. They didn't. People responded bad to Batman versus Superman because they didn't want to see those two two characters fighting because they don't understand that's that's the true story. If you had a bad Superman, this would have had to be a two part movie. Cool with me. I mean, I'm and uh, that just shows you that the movie not what they were down for. One that just goes to show. That this movie shouldn't have came in. If this honestly, right now we should have been either Batman solo movie, Flash solo movie, or Man of Steel two. Because I, I I think I think you should have had this should have been a split movie. The end of movie one should have been Superman whooping the Justice League ass. Basically. And then you don't play that lowest card till a fourth of the way through the second movie. They made that's that you gotta understand how monumental that moment is when you look back at Batman vs. Superman when Barry goes back into the past just to tell him Lois is the key. That that part was so perfect 
to set up this part in Justice League, it just fell flat. Oh, yeah. You seen Thor yet, right? No. Oh, okay, so that's the next movie you're going to watch? I might see it tomorrow. Good job. I'm just, now, like, I've already recouped my money that I paid for my membership. So now everything is just bonus. Very true. This is my thing. It's parts in Thor Ragnarok that fell flat because they didn't utilize the moment. And they they didn't utilize the importance of the moment. And that's the same thing that happened to me with um, Justice League. You talk about the race. That race is important to comic book fans. That's like for nerds. That's like, oh my God, we get to actually see them race on the screen. But there was no build up to it. Like, <laughs> it's just a, a random post credit. Bro, it's almost like when I was out last night, this female walks up to oh, me. Oh, another story? Oh, story time again. <laughs> I'm out last night, you know. I'm by myself. I'm chilling, having a drink, and then, you know, having a good time. And it's like, you know, it's mostly people around. I guess the girl I could tell, she could tell all by myself. But she was like, hey, you know, um, I'm having a party tomorrow. You know, would, would you want to come? And I'm sitting there like, first of all, like, who are you? <laughs> My man. <laughs> who are you? What's your name? And why would I want to come to your party? First Do time I... going out alone, this is going to be a breeze. Come on now. And you know it wasn't my first time. Come on now. You know my elbow. But no, no, seriously, going to that type of spot, yeah, you're right, because that's more like a club atmosphere. But um, it's just, that that's how it felt to me, that Flash and Superman moment. It's like, you're just coming up to this guy, you don't know this guy, and you're just inviting him to this party. It's like, why do I want to race you? I don't know you. <laughs> I just know you as Bruce's boy. like, And I low-key don't fuck with Bruce I like don't that. Fuck, like, straight up. You know, and all that do you bleed, that part fell flat to me. I just didn't feel, I felt like that was rushed. There was no buildup. And then it's like, obviously, you know who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah. But why are you mad at him? Because y'all were cool. Towards the end, yeah. Yeah, so that you forget already... y'all was cool? He's like, you won't let me die? You won't let me live? Like, but y'all was cool, B. Like, y'all had, y'all had the Mama Martha bond. It's, ugh, they just told, they didn't even, they didn't even touch on the Martha. And then, and then I see that the house was like in Columbus, Ohio. Did you see that? Which one? On the for sale sign, it's like Columbus, Ohio. I didn't catch that. I caught it. It was. That's what the sign. Now that might just been the the listing agency, possibly. Oh but yeah, yeah. Because anyway, you know where it really is. Yeah, I know where you really where it's supposed to be. Huh? That's weird. Columbus, Ohio. I didn't catch that. Mm. Need to go. I'm gonna watch the movie again because I'm hoping, like I said, a lot of people are saying you watch it the second time, you like it more. I shouldn't have to do all that. <laughs> I watched fucking Departed one time. I liked it. That's all it took. Forrest Gump one time, I liked it. I didn't have to watch it twice. Really? And the, and the random family where, where, where Stephen Wolf was setting up shop, I was like... <sighs> Listen, this, <laughs> this, is something I, here. this is something I po- pointed out on Vero. If you watch most superhero movies, your villain is going to make world news. Very true. How the fuck... Transformers. Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Doomsday and Batman vs. Superman, Loki and Avengers 1, they make world news. That is like the MO for most villains. The, the Avengers. Come on. Like, seriously, it's going to make world news. You have a world destroyer on your planet, and he ain't make world news. Only his parademons did. And his parademons really only made local news in Gotham. That made no sense to me. I'm like, and like you said, <clears throat> what is this random family in the middle, in this village, like, why are y'all home? Why are y'all at Chernobyl? That's basically where they were at. Why? Why are y'all at Chernobyl? You can't live there. 
it's so many, it was so many flaws in that movie for me to just say, you know what, I'm going to be fair, I'm going to just give it an average. Because it didn't feel like a DC movie, it felt like a Marvel movie. And they did a lot of characters, they did, they did a lot of, to me, out of all the characters, they did Aquaman and, and Flash poorly, in my opinion. Aquaman was done very poorly because the majority of the time he wasn't in, in, in the water. And apparently he was this kamikaze that you just threw around in the air. Bro, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why, once again. Why bro, is all his fighting done in the air? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how are we supposed to love these characters when we really don't know them? As just as a 12, 13-year-old kid that's not really into comic books that doesn't know these characters, how is he supposed to fall in love with these characters and he doesn't know them? Like I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know why Aquaman was doing what he was doing. Why he's bringing this village fish? Why? Why? Because we didn't get the Aquaman movie first. No. It made, I mean, like people don't even understand who Arthur Curry is. Like they just okay, he's Aquaman. Okay, he talks to fishes. Does he not talk? To, what is it? What, what is his power? Still, still didn't know. Like, but people don't understand that he, he, he was a good ass swimmer. He was dead boy, 45 miles an hour. Look, bro, I would rather watch Aquaman swim against Michael Phelps. Man, that, honestly. <laughs> honestly. I mean, but Aquaman, low-key, he really is by the strongest Superman when it comes down to it because the water strengthens him just like the sun strengthens, strengthens Superman. And really, at the end of the day, when they on land, I mean, they can pretty, you see, he can basically fly. Basically. I mean, you know, he he's as strong as, he's a god. <laughs> he's half god. Like, Aquaman's powerful. I didn't see a powerful person in that movie. I saw a bro. I saw a heavy metal rocker. I told you he had those those Denzel lines from American um, from American Gangster when he when when Cyborg called him. He said, "Oh, the fight isn't over." And he goes, "My man." My, oh, he was so dude. He, so dude. They tried to make a character that is not super popular. They tried to make him like highly likable and commercialize him. And I think it's I think the only reason I have a little bit of hope in his movie is because they have a great director that's taking control of it. So it's not being made by a typical um your Josh Whedon and it's not gonna have much of a Zack Snyder view to it. Which is which is fine with me. So with James I also, I also noted that Christopher Nolan was an executive producer. He was in all he was he's on all of them. Oh, yeah. And it's I think he's really just more of a creative mind. Because in my in my mind, I'm like, Christopher Nolan, like, you could write and direct better than half the people. Like, you're, come on, you know how I feel about Nolan. He's basically Spielberg, Ron Howard, all in like, come on, mm-hmm. they can't touch him. So if, why don't just let why don't you just let him take control? Because I think it's almost like that maybe WB can't afford him. I don't know, I don't know. But uh, why can't you afford him when you've got? When you have this is your landmark catch-up movie right here. Yeah. You need you need to spare no expense because you're gonna make it back if you do it right. If you do it right. Yeah, easily. And they that to me they took a big hit. They had, I mean, come on, that, that opening weekend, that, that was weak. Justice League, yeah. See, five I, monumental characters you bring them together and you can't even cross the hundred million dollar mark. That's embarrassing. I'm, I tried to help the second weekend numbers. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see. I think Coco did better. I did. I, I did notice that a lot of people were going to see Coco. A lot of people were going to see Wonder. That's sad. Yeah. It is really. I believe it's a combination of people milking the super, the superhero game to the point where they're tired of it, and also with them just realizing that oh, this is a DC movie. I'm not interested. Because DC didn't do a, a job of building that fan mm-hmm. base. They didn't at all. But anyways, like like when Iron Man, when the first Iron Man came out, nobody knew where that was going. No. 
But, you know, you start stringing these long, uh, these these movies along, get your Captain Americas in and <laughs> shit like that. You get you get some mediocre ass Hulk movies. Yep. You get these mediocre ass Thor movies. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but you still get a chance to fall in love with them, though. Yeah, you, you get, still get you get the opportunity. You get a, you know them, like them, or love them. You you know them, and you you figure out the ones that can stand alone because you you gave them their solo movies. You're like, oh, Wonder Woman because she's good solo. Aquaman, not so much. Cyborg, you yeah, figure it's, it out. It's, it's, like, like, it's like, all right, we got too much CGI and Hulk. Ain't nobody gonna just watch this. And I think that's what's gonna kill Cyborg. That's why I don't think he'll he'll deserve he don't deserve a solo just because looking at Cyborg for too long can get kind of annoying because it's like it's different with Iron Man. You see him in his human form, like you don't gotta look at him in a, a, a bulky sweatshirt, like a, bu- a bulky sweat sweater. He looked funny to me. I, I didn't hate it, but I preferred him when he wasn't on the screen. That's fucked up. You notice the lanterns? What the lantern? Wait, another waste. <laughs> another waste. Because it was quick. It was too quick, and it was like you put in the lanterns in this movie. I'd rather have them be in the post credit. I want you to introduce how. Like it's time that we get. A, a better Green Lantern movie. We deserve a better Green Lantern movie. He's an official member, and like there is nothing that's showing me that he's about to come. Nah. Golly, what's going on? Why, why, why am I not directing movies? <sighs> Ambition. That's true. Maybe podcast. Yeah, you can direct these podcasts. I, I try, but anyways. We nerded out there for a while. Yeah, I hope we didn't lose anybody. That's <laughs> just fucking bad, man. Nerded all the way out. The Leangelo situation. I'm I'm shocked that is it I was, the Leangelo situation is it the Lavar situation? Or I mean, the, the Lavar situation? situation is netted him against another four point five million dollars after Easily. the Trump situation. Well, he was going to benefit that regard benefit from that regardless because like I tell people all the time, regardless if you like Trump or hate Trump, your best bet is to go with I hate Trump because Trump is bad for business, straight up. Because if you just oh you say fuck Trump. That's like, a, oh, I'm fucking with you. You fuck, fuck Trump, I'm fucking with you. Yeah. There's no really no thought behind it. You know, it could be a it could be a hotel funded by Trump. <laughs> Just put fuck Trump out there. Everybody finna start checking in. Because it's it's an easy, like I say, to me, comedians that are using the fuck Trump method as the basis of their show, they're weak comedians. They their 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 material is weak. It's too easy. Yeah. It's 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 the easiest punchline in the past 365 days. It's too easy. And that's, that's one thing I, I always liked about Chappelle because Chappelle could take something oh, yeah. that's popular in the news and then bring some 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 moral to it. Like when he did the kill, Killing Me Softly mm-hmm. and he was talking about um, what was he talking about? Where he was talking about um, the boy that, that killed his, his, his sister practicing wrestling moves on her or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like he gave, he's giving you jokes. He's giving you jokes and then he just loops it around. But boom. This is a country where he gets life for that. Well, doing what he sees on TV every day. Imitation. Mm-hmm. We do that all the time. And it's funny to me, man. A shout out to the lady that's riding around Houston with the uh, fuck Trump banner on her car. She ain't riding no more. My thing is. They locked what, up fool last year. What did you gain from it? <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Like, you riding around with a fuck Trump decal on your car. And the only thing you got was a jail sentence and public shame for looking stupid. That's my thing. Like, what was your point? Like, I don't get it anymore. Like, people just do the, they make these knee-jerk decisions and they get the wrong reactions out of people. It's like, 
Like, does she have a real job where you're pulling up into the parking lot with a fuck Trump decal? And they cool with that? But at the same time, it's kids out there. Like, like my, little, my little niece can read now. I don't want to have to explain to her what that word means. Not right now. Not right now. I mean, kids curse like, like a motherfucker, but at the same time, I mean, like you said, I, you know, it's almost like protecting a child's innocence isn't important anymore. They don't care about that anymore. I was thinking about something today. I, uh, I was laughing at the same time. Because as I'm sitting there thinking about how far we have gotten a, a, away from traditional values and shit, which people don't give a fuck about anymore, um... I look at the fact that women on, on Instagram, social media, whatever, on a constant, on a daily basis are always complaining about, you know, not being married yet, not being where they want to be in life and blah, blah, blah. But then I was thinking, and I haven't done the research on this yet, I wonder what's going on in the Middle East or China or other third world countries where they're still kind of sticking to their traditional values. I wonder how the, what the marriage rate is out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if women are having a harder time, as hard a time finding love in those third world countries where they have probably have nothing. Not even third world countries, just countries in the East period compared to here. Because I, I, I mean, I'm pretty. I know for a fact that in the Eastern in the Eastern culture, they're stuck to their traditional values. Like that shit is. That's what they do, and you. They still hanging. Still doing arranged marriages. And you stuff know what I'm like saying? Yeah. I really wonder what the state of you know, sticking to your values is. I wonder how far that has gotten them as far as being in love, actually having families, and living that life that American women want to live these days. I'm just saying, it's just something to think about. Because I really feel like people hate to admit it, but the further we stray away from the shit that was, I guess, normal, uh, the shit that represented us. I mean, I don't even know what you want to call it. Yeah, like, we've... Falling so far away from that, and then people were like complaining. It's like, well, you're complaining about shit, but at the same time, you're saying that you know the times have changed. Well, if you have, if you, if you're understanding to the fact that the times have changed, then it's just some of y'all just gonna have to accept the fact that y'all ain't never gonna get married. Some of y'all gonna have to accept the fact that y'all ain't never gonna be in solid relationships because we we've accepted the side shit culture. We've accepted the fact that. You know, if I get with a girl that's, that has a nice body that she's probably going to be posting nudes on Instagram. I have to accept that because that's what we've progressed towards. And, and also you have to accept that social media is the new side man or woman. Very true. That's a distraction that they didn't have in the 90s. So you're trying to look for something that they were capable of doing in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, but you're not adding the variable to it that... In the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, chances are you met somebody that lived within 100 miles of you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even less. Yeah, maybe 50. Like, unless you traveled off to college. Or unless you went to the military. That too. Other than that, like, you didn't go far. Really didn't. I, didn't, I couldn't pick up my phone and type in hashtag New York and look at women in New York. Really couldn't. Didn't like, have dating websites. Didn't have dating websites. Didn't have that exposure. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good that you have more options, but you've got to understand that your more options have more options. Honestly. And I, once again, my, my the whole point of this to me is how come you can accept that times have changed, but you don't want to accept the, the results of the times have changed? And like I said, times have changed, and the result is your conclusion won't be the same as your grandmother's conclusion. No. You may not get married and have kids and have this, you know, white picket fence American dream life. That's 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 no longer anymore. 
Bro, it's different now. My grandparents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary like three or so years ago. Uh-huh. I, and I, I gave a little toast. I was like, for me to even see that number, I would have to get married ASAP because 50-something years from now, I'm going to be in my mid-70s at Honestly. the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, you, know, you think people are jumping at marriage at 21 now? No. Hell no. And and back then when people would jump into marriage at twenty one and nineteen, that's it. Yeah, that was it. Like you didn't yeah. divorce? What? That's no. crazy, man. No, you know, Papa cheated. Y'all might have start. Y'all might start sleeping in a separate room. Y'all ain't going nowhere. Now people people look at divorce easy as buying a new iPhone. Divorce is like buying a house. It's paperwork, but in the end, it's worth it. If, it, if, it, if, it's, if it's costing you your happiness. Yeah. I mean, and people nowadays don't even strive for happiness anymore. It's like they just want the look of a wedding. We beat this with a dead horse all the time, but that's another That's another thing. That's a mentality that has grown with the times have changed. It's let's, about image now. Let's look at it from a different perspective because we always beat that with a dead horse and we always say that, that that's on, on women looking for that validation, that, that egotistical boost from a male perspective. What are we looking for? Are we looking for the hot wife? Are we looking for the loyal wife? Are we looking for the wife that it brings more to the table than we do? So we need to we we, we capitalizing like from a male perspective, like the few dudes that I story know. Story time. Go ahead. There once was this guy who was cheating on his girl, and he got caught up. And when he got caught up. They's like, look, you either tell your girlfriend or I'm going to tell your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So when it came down to it, instead of him telling his girlfriend, he just proposed. So now they're in there at the time, you know, they got engaged. They ended up getting married, everything like that. But since he went ahead and proposed now, when you come and say, oh, well, he's been cheating on you with this, that and the other. He gave her what she wanted. When it was time to blow up the spot. She just gave her what he wanted, what she wanted. So I think in, in a lot of times, men are just kind of, I don't want to get married, but I don't want to lose you, so I'm just going to cave in and give you what you want. So it's more of a, it's more or, of a I told you even, so moment. Or even some placeholders, like, yeah, you don't want to get, I don't want to get married right now, but let's go ahead and move in together. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, uh, I don't want to get married, but compromise, we'll have a kid. Uh, I don't want to have a kid, so we'll get married. Uh, I don't want to do this. So you always have a compromise or something that that, that you try to stall with and buy time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that was going to be my answer. I was going to say, I mean, I think a lot of times uh, the two the two I can think of is I think most men do it for the "I told you so" moment, basically, basically saying, you know, oh, I told you I wasn't scared to get married. You know, I'm not scared of commitment. So they just like you said, they just cave in and do it. But I think a lot of men are in it to capitalize, depending on what situation they're in. I mean. <clears throat> Some people just kind of have the mentality of, um, you know, they don't have that, um, how do I say, they're not going to do it on their own. So they need that backbone. They need that woman to support them if something goes wrong. And, I mean, in this day and age, it's just, looking at it statistically, it just looks like, in all honesty, you know, black women or women in general tend to be doing better in this day and age. So it's like... Why wouldn't a man want to capitalize off that knowing that your significant other is probably in a better position than you? And hey, I can just pretty much piggyback off of her. Why not? You know, I mean, 
for for ages at that point. That's what they looked at what women was doing. Like they created the gold digging uh, mentality. So this is what he bringing to the table. Let me eat. Exactly. I mean, but once again, women did it. So why can't men do it? It only makes sense. Uh, I guess. But anyways, even speaking of stats, I saw a baller alert posted the one stat about um. um Black men going to jail at higher rates than white women. I mean, white men meaning their sentences are longer. Okay. And it was. Uh, like, I was gonna say, well, <laughs> you know, and like a lot of people was commenting, you know, water is wet and blah blah blah. And I'm laughing. I'm that like, was my exact thought. Yeah, I'm like, but that's the thing that's really wrong with this generation right now, though. It's like, I mean, obviously the the response water is red is water is wet is the proper response because it's like. Y'all constantly giving us these stats. Y'all constantly giving us this information. What are we supposed to do with it? And that's that's my thing with a lot <laughs> of this shit we know? do these days. Yeah, like we, it's useless information. It's like, and, and, uh, one of my homeboys on there was like, okay, you know, enough with the stats and, and all this bullshit. Like, what are the policies? Like, it's time to change this shit. If y'all know this, people actually went out, got paid, and got this information. They, they, this is studies. These are. These are actual, this is actual stats. These are, this is data compiled by somebody that probably has some type of degree and he gives us this information. It's like, are you giving this information to the judge that just gave this nigga an extra 15 years or are you giving this to the regular society where niggas can't do nothing about it? I mean, because I can tell a bunch of black, I can sit in the classroom with a bunch of black, black boys all day and tell them, hey man, I'm just letting y'all know, if you go out there and steal something with your white homeboy, Y'all both get caught. It's a chance. You're going to get five. He's going to get one. Yeah. I mean, he knows that information. Do you think that's really going to stop him, though? And then that's the only time that white people know about privilege. I'm not going to say the only time, but that's one of the main times they know about privilege. Oh, of course. Privilege. I mean, because like, even like I was talking to my brother, and my brother was like, you know, obviously it angers him the fact that a lot of white people that are put in certain positions, like certain jobs, a lot of them, their dads got them on. You know, it's a lot of that has been going on for ages. And in my mind, I'm like, I mean, if this country was, 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 how do I say this, was founded or stolen by black people and there was an actual thing as black privilege, wouldn't you think that if black people were, how do I say, as stable as white people were in the 20s and these 100-year companies had a black CEO at the top and just, they were black, that we would do the same thing for our people? Yeah. Like, you, you don't need to feel bad for having white privilege. You just need to acknowledge it. Which is something that they hate to do. Because it's, it takes away from what they feel that they, like, they studied their asses off in college. But it was like, yeah, you studied your ass off in college, but you already was going to pretty much be in the position you're in anyway because you're white. Yeah. It's like, when we playing pickup, I'm standing up waiting to get picked. I look down the line, I see two white guys. Unless some black people know that he can hoop, yeah. I'm definitely getting picked before him. Pretty much. That's black, black privilege. Yeah. I'm, I'm just supposed to be naturally more athletic. Than Pretty much. And he's probably still going to get on the court and have to prove himself. Yeah. And that switch that shit around. I'm, I'm at, I go from the mail room to the top of the company. It takes me 15 years. You go from the mail room to the top of the company. It takes you two or three years because your dad was up there. I'm just saying, like, that's just how they it works. They had to get your feet wet. I had to prove myself. Once again. Like you're literally you were you already had the golden road paved for you. I literally had to build that bitch myself. <laughs> Come on, 
You know, and it, it's, it's a hard thing to accept because once again, if you have any type of pride, if you're, if you're a true individual and you really feel like the work you do is, is worth you being where you are, then it hurts for somebody to say, oh, you only got this because of the color of your skin. Because once again, you know, affirmative action is real, if I'm not mistaken. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. I mean, there are black people that Di- get put Diversity in, hires. There you go. There are black people that are put in positions simply, or people of mon- minority that are put in positions just based off the fact that they're a minority. But at the same time, a lot of those positions come with, hey, you have to have this degree and blah, blah, blah. It, I know people that are fucking GMs at places, and they just went to go get their master's a couple of years ago, but they was already intern GMs. Like, what the hell? Because you were white. Plain so. It don't get no. It don't get no plainer than that. And I mean, and I don't want you to denounce your wifehood or anything like that. Just acknowledge it. You you can denounce just, your wife. Just acknowledge it. I I get certain privileges because I'm white. Do. Hey, I know it hurts to say, but you know it is what it is. I mean, I didn't want to sit here and talk too long because you know it's a it's a nice night. The night is young. And uh, I guess one of the last things I was going to talk about was... Is, uh, is the night young B? For me, it is. Oh, okay. yeah. cool. Um, I guess I wanted to... Uh, but once again, before I move on too fast, my thing with the LiAngelo situation was... Damn, we need to talk about this. Because really. you know, if we do what we do, we just start rambling off and talk about other shit. My thing about the LiAngelo situation was I think people were more focused on the fact... They were... They were LaVar and Trump situation... Separate. It, it it basically covered up what the real thing was. Like I said, I was shocked that a, a, a black guy goes to China and steals, and it's just something that you just randomly wanted to do. Like sunglasses, you said? First, yeah, it was sunglasses. First of all, you're a six five black guy in China. They not gonna miss you, bro. Bro, you not gonna blend in, bro. You not gonna blend in. I don't care how light you are. You. They, they, I bet. I bet they could have looked at that footage three days later and was like. Tall black guy. I know exactly what we can find them. <laughs> like really? <laughs> to this moment, I know exactly what we can find them because it ain't that many six five black guys walking Just around walking China. through China. Like not, you know, like, and and I haven't even been to China, but I'm saying this with confidence. Uh, and I'm whoever it's a six five black guy walking to China. He's affiliated with basketball in some way. Bottom line, Chinese probably think he's Kobe Bryant. More than likely, can't blame him. It is what it is. But my thing is, what were his consequences? Like, I, like he apologized to Trump. I mean, he apologized and he thanked Trump. Um, but at the end of the day, like, what were his consequences? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, the, like univer- I the, the university rug. was like, you know, oh, they aren't suspended until further notice. Yeah. But he, he's still gonna have, he's still gonna play basketball eventually, probably. You know, uh, what did Lavar do? Like, I like I understand that that's a private this thing, is, but see, this is my thing about the whole Lavar situation. I don't think he got out there and praised Trump because LeVar knows what really happened. Like, I think LeVar knows that, that it wasn't Trump that was really pulling strings. I think I think LeVar knows that it was it was more Chinese than Trump saying, hey, could you do me this solid? I mean, can we, can we be confident about that? I can't be confident about it. I can, you know, I like to throw out some hypotheticals and make you think. Honestly, I think, but me, I'm a, honestly, I, I, I feel like gratitude is important. Um, don't throw it in my face if I don't thank you. Which is, I mean, I mean, I can't toot your horn if you tooting it yourself. Very true, but at the same time, 
It shouldn't even have to get to the point where you need to toot your horn. No. Uh, I mean, I feel like, uh, if anything, I should have got a phone call pretty much pretty soon. It should. I should have been able to get to my Twitter account and even make the statement, you know, once what happened happened. Because by the time your son was saying thank you, you should have been saying thank you as well. I mean, if you don't feel like I, I did, if I didn't deserve a thank you, shit, might as well say it. You talk about everything else. Very true. Just saying. You know, so I, I just kind of felt like, you know, it. At the end of the day, I mean, Trump is going to Trump. You know, you know what type of guy he is. You know, so I, I feel like LeVar did what he did because it was good for business. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, damn, you know, some people some people require a certain type of attention. And like I said, people tick differently. And we know what type of person Trump is. Oh, we know what kind of person Trump is. You know, so it, and I, in so many ways, Trump and LeVar are probably real similar. Just saying. Master marketers. There you go. But hey. <sighs> I'm always going to think that the Diana Ross and Michael Jackson relationship was always kind of weird to me. And I bring this up because all the pedo shit that goes on in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I think the shit dates back pretty far. And I think the shit began swept under the rug for a long time. And I was just thinking about that situation. I was like, man, I swear... He was messing with her when he was in his teens, and she was she was a grown ass woman. I was gonna say, is she a good twenty exactly. plus years older than mine? And their relationship was pretty awkward, in my opinion. And I don't think it gets talked about a lot, but I, I think that's something that you could really go back some years if you really want to start looking at this pedo shit and seeing how weird Hollywood really is. And we, the shit's we know how weird worse. Hollywood really is. Like what the fuck? But, bro, Trump did say he wanted to drain the swamp. He ain't say which swamp. Maybe it's the Hollywood swamp. Man, because since he came in, shit, shit hit the fan. Shit's hit the Because a lot of people don't know, man, he's a big conspiracy theorist. Because, I mean, he, he was, like, anxious and happy to release, release those JFK papers. Did you, did you get a chance to look at any of that shit? That, they're, they're, I, I figured releasing those JFK papers wasn't going to let us know anything we, we didn't already know. True, but it also gave us, it shed light on a lot of shit that... Not necessarily I didn't know, but shit that I wasn't sure of. But then, and then like, they they talked about shit in that in, in those in those papers that to me wasn't even related to the assassination. But it was just like, what the fuck? Like y'all just giving this information. Like I guess we need to know it. But a lot of Hitler shit was in there. A lot of shit about Hitler was in there. A lot of shit about LBJ. You know, you know Lyndon B. Johnson. You know, I didn't know he was XKKK. I'm not surprised. But it's like, damn, like, yeah, you from Texas, deep south, man. I can see it. Bro, a no, president... I'm not surprised. Not that surprises me. These that days. was an ex-KKK member. <laughs> Having a like, pro... A pro... Integration president... <sighs> bumped off. It only makes sense. It only makes sense. But hey, man. Do what you want when you pop. Hey, always. You got any words of advice? I have no words of advice. <laughs> oh, shit. None. Uh, none for y'all, none for myself, no words of advice at all. Uh damn. I guess uh I guess it's just me then. <laughs> I I guess um I was gonna say uh, I think it's uh, Yeah, you thought I was bullshit, I was dead ass uh, serious. Yeah, I, I had no wow. I have no words of advice Bro, at nothing all. Nothing to the table. I'm not even gonna try. Okay. I'm not even gonna try. Uh, damn. I mean, I guess, I guess my words of advice would be, you know, you should at least try. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. 
I think I saw some shit earlier in the month or earlier in the week where I felt like it was sad that, you know, you see your ex has moved on and they're happy and you feel like you feel the need to express your dislike for for the for their happiness technically. And I just kind of feel like we need to grow past that. Like people move on. You know, people, you know, they move on, they move on to better things. They may move on to something that's not as great as you in your opinion. But guess what? They've moved on. They're happy. They're getting married or they're having a kid. They're flourishing. They're growing. They're doing their own thing and it's not with you. I think it's very childish to go on any type of platform to to shame them or to make to let you to let them know through the grapevine that they're they still ain't shit or ha ha that's all you can do or you downgrade it. Come on. Come on. We're better than that. And and, and obviously if you have to come out and come from that angle are you are, are 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 you really better than them? Because they over there being happy as shit. The happiness you over here being bitter as fuck. That bitter shit has to go. While you being bitter, they over there being better. Who? So I didn't make that up. Boy, got these rhymes dropping bars. <laughs> I wish I made that up. Dropping bars. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna take credit for? Take credit okay. for it. But yeah, man, that's that's my words of advice, man. Just just be better. And the bitter shit, that shit is lame, man. Like. This, we're not on any type of reality TV shows where you get paid to outpay somebody and all this dumb shit. You look stupid. <laughs> if, even if your friends co-sign it, behind your back they talking shit about you because they know you hurt. So just understand that while you looking bitter, that it's people out there that know the truth. They know they know that you're bitter. They know that your pettiness wow. is actually just a mask wow. for the bitterness. Do better. Going hand in hand. Simple as that. And with that being said, that's it. You ain't got nothing else. I don't have anything else except oh, okay. uh, you might not see us. You know, you might not hear from us for a couple of weeks because we're getting shit together for the uh, for the New Year's podcast and the fact that we both are Capricorns. And we have birthdays coming up, and we're gonna shut the city down. We're gonna shut the city down, right? We're gonna paint the city red. Which city? <laughs> Which city? Houston's a big city. This is very very fucking big. Houston's a big city. <laughs> I don't know if I can shut Houston down. <laughs> maybe Memorial Day, like the maybe maybe the Energy Corridor. Maybe uh, I can shut the Energy Corridor. Maybe maybe that's still, I, that's still a lot. Of, I think I saw a Lambo coming through here, so you got to when I come here. I see a Lambo. All right, so maybe I can shut down Third Ward. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can stun on all of Third Ward. Oh, baby, though, it's it's a lot of candy red drop tops out there, bro. I'm it's a lot sure of drug money out there. Pretty sure I can shut down all of Third Ward. <laughs> Good luck, man. Good luck. What's going on in the fifth ward? <laughs> Maybe one street? I know I could do at least Grace Point in Imperial Valley. Definitely do Imperial Valley shut, all I day shut, long. I shut, no, I, maybe. You I can shut, you should have the Grace Point Mall down. I can shut Grace Point Mall down for sure. On a certain day. On a certain day. I can't do it on a Friday or a Sunday. Because <laughs> some niggas be coming out on Friday and Sunday. You stunned. I'm going to have to try it on Wednesday. Oh, uh, check out The Punisher on Netflix. I fucks with it, man. I got two more episodes left. Um, like I said, man, I just hope that they let that nigga take, you know, about a year off to heal. Cause, um, His body is broken, broken. <sighs> like, you remember that, that, that interview Mike Tyson did where he said he broke his back? And then I was just like, what do you mean? And Mike said, spinal. That's exactly Punisher what for he real. Means. Punisher is, when he says that, he's for real. Dog, he takes... A beating, and he's human as fuck. As fuck. Like I thought, Daredevil took a beating. 
But this cat right here, dog, how many times he got shot in eight episodes? Come on, man. I just, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> what what'd you say? Hit you, mess around, hit you in your nose too nigga, hard. Nigga, I'm done. Like, I, listen, I want to protect the city, but I didn't come here to get punched in the nose. Okay? I didn't come here for that shit. You had to like blank man. Right? Like, like, that movie is so long. Nigga didn't know what he signed up for. Didn't know what he for. What did what he say? What did he say? Then slap me around and call me Susan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, is, that was one of the iconic phrases from that. That shit's crazy. He said, all right then, snoozing. <laughs> Yo, just imagine, dog. I don't care how much military training you got, dog. A bullet hurt. A bullet hurt, man. Even when you got a bulletproof vest on. I don't even need to get... Bro, paintballing hurts. Exactly. And you get shot. These are automatic rounds, dog. He be getting shot by AK-47s. They got shot in the ear. And just stood there mad. <laughs> bro, take me to the hospital. What kind of anger you got inside of you? <laughs> What's your frustration? <laughs> that nigga Frank Castle stayed mad, bro. He torturing out for two days, man. The dude don't got no problem with you, B. None. Why you torturing this man? Two days. Say, bro, he say, but you just one bad day away from being me. Dog. It be something in the gyms on that. that when he that, talk. That might be the really shit he ever Straight wrote. up. They say that he. They say that he. They say that they stole that from Batman. I just don't remember Batman saying it. No, he stole that from the Joker. Because the Joker told Batman it. that in uh, on which uh the the damn I forgot the name of that fucking uh, movie. It's a good ass movie though. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, it, it, that's a lot of us though, man. And I told you, just one thing. I told you that. I hope it doesn't get there, man. I, I like I like this pretend nice guy, Jay. I don't ever want you to come over to my side. It's it's dark. It's dark. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you, man. Stay where you are, though. Stay in the light. You are a good man. I want to remind you of that. Okay? Do not, do not, don't come over to the dark side. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization. People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?